yeah, we're oftentimes too much in our head and we have other capacities of knowing the world, right? We have, we have a way of knowing that's through love and through the heart. We have a way of knowing that's through sensuality, through relational, through interaction with others. Using immersive technologies, we are the technologies adaptively listening to the person's voice and generating an audiovisual world based on the user's own voice. So it's as if you are creating your own psychedelic journey. Welcome to the Mindfulness Experience Podcast. My name is Keith Fiveson. On this podcast, I had the pleasure of speaking with Dr. Sandeep Prakash. He is the co-founder and the chief scientific officer at Entheo Digital. They are a platform that I found out about at the Microdose Wonderland conference, and I was really captivated by it because it draws on Western psychology, indigenous systems, and he's put together with his team a platform that really is transformative. Uh, that's the only way I can say it. He has his doctoral dissertation and research in exploring cutting-edge virtual reality technologies for psychological well-being, and he uses a novel collaborative design that really gets under the skin, if you will, and really adjusts tones the vagus nerve. It's the longest nerve in the body. It was a fascinating conversation. We really got into it, and I hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome, please. Dr. Sandeep Prakash. Hey, hey, hey. I am here with Sandeep, Dr. Sandeep Prakash. What is happening? What's going on? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Sandeep? Where, 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 what are we talking about? Well, uh, we're going to dive into um, psychedelics, mindfulness, oh. Oh. Uh, technology, digital oh. therapeutic, oh. Um, oh. maybe a little bit about how we can uh, make the world a better place oh. with technology. I love that. I love that. So. Well, for, first of all, let me, let me back the truck up. I am incredibly thankful that you've taken the time to go ahead and talk to me about all of those subjects. And, you know, uh, I, I did a little bit of background and research. You uh, have a really very impressive background uh, in the, the in the digital therapeutics area. And you've been involved in the space as as somebody who's uh, really studied uh, psychedelics. You were at the California Institute for Integral Studies. And now you're involved in this whole area called digital therapeutics. Um, you know, why are you doing that? What's your company about? And what are digital therapeutics? I mean, may, many people haven't even heard about digital therapeutics. Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, digital therapeutics are a use enable mm -hmm. use technology to deliver therapies. It's as simple mm -hmm. as that. Uh, it's uh, therapeutics. We tend to think about is either drugs or perhaps psychotherapy. Um, and with advances in technology, uh, such as the technology we're using right now mm -hmm. to communicate, mm -hmm. uh, is part of this uh, broader uh, term known as digital health. Mm -hmm. And it's an attempt to figure out how can we bring mm -hmm. ther therapies straight to people's mm -hmm. homes mm -hmm. in their using mobile phones, using virtual reality, um, 
and, and newer ways of thinking about technology and processing mm -hmm. data, such as artificial intelligence, machine learning, mm -hmm. to improve people's lives. Wow. You know, and uh, we uh, just finished up the Microdose Wonderland conference, and this is, you know, it was a psychedelic mm -hmm. conference, and this is how I learned about your company. And I had the, you know, opportunity, and thank you very much for that, the opportunity to really undergo a 30-minute digital therapeutic experience with sound self and i have to say it was uh it was a really it was a shift it was a it was a reboot a reset a reframe uh and a real a real eye opener in so many ways a real mind opener and i'm just wondering what what how how does that happen what makes that so special because there was this quality that i you know, I just kind of talked about it. I think I, I, I said afterwards, it felt like I was going back into the womb. You know, I felt like I, I needed to be covered. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I felt like I, you know, just give me a heavy blanket. And, you know, just it was it was really incredible. Uh, how how does that work? What what's going on with that? I mean, it was just it was it was. <laughs> I can't I can't describe it. I You know, what is it? <laughs> that's 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 great it's almost uh sounds like you had a psychedelic experience uh -huh. i mean seriously, <laughs> something ineffable yeah. something I did, that but i didn't have mushrooms i had no mushrooms i had no i had no stuff to really have that site how does that work well uh we tap into something that mm -hmm. we we believe in designing uh therapeutics that are participatory mm -hmm. meaning that we're not trying to give people a guided meditation and say, hey, we know what's best and you should do this or do anything that's very kind of conceptual or cognitively oriented. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, we one of our theses as a company is by far most teachings that people can access out there or therapeutics or even digital therapeutics are typically cognoscentric, mm -hmm. meaning that they tend to avoid our other ways of interacting with the world. Uh, other than our, uh, our, you know, sort of wait, rational wait, wait, mind, wait, 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 cognoscentric, what, mm -hmm. like cognoscent, were well, you talking about like in our, we're, we're in our brains all the time and armored we're up in our head. Kind of, is that what yeah, we're oftentimes too much in our head and oh, okay. we have other capacities of knowing the world, right? We have, we have a way of knowing that's through love and through the heart. We have a way of knowing that's mm. through sensuality, mm. through relational, uh, through interaction with others. So at Entheo Digital, we created SoundSelf to tap into something simple, just someone's very, their own voice. Mm. And by using something called vocal toning, mm -hmm. uh, which is inspired by chanting traditions, chanting has been used in millennia and many, many contemplative traditions around the world to uh, access group consciousness to access uh, non-ordinary states. Uh, but using a, immersive technologies, we mm -hmm. are the technologies adaptively listening to the person's voice and generating an audiovisual world based mm -hmm. on the user's own voice. Mm -hmm. So it's as if you are creating your own psychedelic mm -hmm. journey simply right. by chanting like right. uh hearing sounds i mean i had i had i mean just to be clear i was 
I had a headset on, right, that was going mm -hmm. ahead and providing me with audio. I had a I had a microphone that was just sort of a, a really small microphone, hardly knew it, and a and these eye shades that had flickering lights, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have a sort of a more tripped out version where you have a vibrating bed. And so is all of this working on is all this working on my vagus nerve, my vagal tone? Is it working on the sensory aspects of my mind, uh, you know, the uh, parasympathetic nervous system. I mean, yep. what's what's going on, you know, from a, a physiological, biological, neurological viewpoint that really has me kind of stepping out of, as you say, this cognocentric prefrontal cortex, default mode network kind of wrap and has right. me kind of releasing myself up to or giving myself to, up to something bigger so as you were laying there and as you started to produce tones mm -hmm. one of the things we we know uh is that toning for someone who has never maybe been trained in mindfulness i know you've done a lot of mindfulness training but let's say someone who has never done mindfulness before simply mm -hmm. by toning mm -hmm. they can get into a mindfulness state and sustain that much more easily than a mindfulness training, mm. uh, which is tends to be more didactic. So mm -hmm. toning is something that you're feeling in from your own body mm -hmm. and you're participating in this process, uh, relational process with oneself and the world. So mm -hmm. sound is something very, uh, that's an interesting quality of sound, right? It's something that connects us uh, internally. We can hear, Mm -hmm. our heartbeat, we hear our respiration, but it also allows us to interact with the outside world, to mm -hmm. give and to receive. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so, you, you know, one of the things I'm, I'm reading here and I, I just like tone, like the, the, this, this whole idea of understanding the vagus nerve. So I, I mentioned that and it's the, just for folks yeah. that are listening, it's the longest nerve in the body it connects the brain to the most important organs in the body, including the gut, the intestines, the stomach, the heart, the lungs. In fact, the word vagus means wander in Latin, which act, actually represents how the nerve wanders all over the body. And it is a key part of the parasympathetic rest and digest nervous system. So what right. we're doing, what we're doing with your, with your, platform is we're getting into that all right right and so exactly so by by toning it's stimulating uh you know one of the ma major passageways is in the kind of like in the uh towards the back of the neck mm -hmm. right here mm -hmm. but as we're toning we're stimulating the vagus nerve hmm. and it and and that in turn is going to be more of a uh relaxation response mm -hmm. or activate the parasympathetic nervous system and in our busy world, that's something that all of us need is mm -hmm. a way to quickly access a relaxation response. And and uh, so that's one of you know several of the core mechanisms. Mm -hmm. um, right. I mean, because uh, I, I felt I felt like I was transported. So, you know, I I literally felt like I levitated or left my body, and I was in a right. I, I was in another world. You know. So typically, as we become Mm -hmm. more and more relaxed as we're toning we're stimulating the parasympathetic nurses stimulating the vagus nerve mm -hmm. we're becoming more and more relaxed toning also increases heart rate variability mm -hmm. uh which is uh good for just being more resilient in how you respond to the uh world and to stressors mm -hmm.
But as you're toning, as you're becoming more and more relaxed, sometimes, often the case is you could go to sleep. Mm. But what, we, what we're also doing is we're mod modulating the visual field that you sustain attention and mm -hmm. you go into a, a cognitive flow state, mm -hmm. meaning that it's hard for any intrusive thoughts to come to the mind. It's hard to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of this sort of sweet spot between being very, very relaxed. You mentioned uh, my mm -hmm. earlier work on float tanks, mm -hmm. and that's something that float tanks do really well, but it's easy to go to sleep. You can mm -hmm. sometimes, if you go to sleep, you miss out on mm -hmm. the real benefit mm -hmm. of, of the mindfulness experience, mm -hmm. of the imaginative experience. Mm -hmm. But if we can be really, really relaxed and then sustain attention mm -hmm. in, a, in, a, in a flow, in a focused way, um, there's, there's some pretty amazing things that can happen. Mm. Um, mm. and so the, the, so that's kind of like, uh, our sweet spot in our mechanism. So, so one of the things you've talked about in terms of the flow tank was, I saw one of the videos you did around the, that, and you started talking about, uh, shadow work, you know, and the whole area of shadow. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, like, uh, when we start taking a look at shadow um one of the things i was aware of uh as i was doing the work was this whole idea of expressing sound and how sound often relates to you know real uh uh repressed or held emotions that are somatically held in the body you know peter levine or peter levine talks mm. about you know uh how uh, trauma is held within stored within the body and often how somatic work uh which really involves tone it really involves the whole area of sound you know uh, you know i mean you know me and, and you have a, a you have an audio that really plays within the structure there you know you do a e i o u or the you know the mm -hmm. tones can you walk through that is there an element of being able to work with trauma and you know what hap what uh, how because i know you're doing a lot of work in terms of the brain and in terms of you know you're doing a lot of studies but is that is that what's happening because i felt pretty i felt really good afterwards i felt mm. like i felt like i was purged and i had mm -hmm. a sense of purging while not, you know, I didn't wasn't on an ayahuasca journey, uh, but you know, I had the sense that I was able to purge through sound. Is there some validity in that? Uh, I think so. Uh, you know, we're as a company, we're definitely influenced by um, mm -hmm. the aspect of uh, ayahuasca and healing through ayahuasca and uh, and purging and through somatics as well, mm -hmm. and. So one of the things we've designed into it is to get people to start experimenting with sounds. Mm. And then from after that, it's just, it's a short guided meditation, but after that, it's just the person producing tones mm -hmm. and the system interacting. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a, it, the system is playful. It's in, in trying to encourage longer and longer tones yeah, well, to relax. Well, walk walk, walk, walk us through that journey. Walk us through that journey. I get on to the bed. What, what, what is the journey and like i'll be quiet and let sure. you just walk through it because i i we didn't start there and we're just sort of jumping around so walk us through yeah. the journey yeah so you put on the headset the headphones microphone press play lay down comfortably ideally with a blanket voice comes and asks you to gently start feeling 
relaxing your body, mm. acknowledging any feelings, sensations. And then uh, in, the, in the, this, you didn't try this one, but this is the longer experience that we do is we ask the person, uh, the, the guide asked the person, how are you feeling? Mm. And they encourage them to speak for about 30, 45 seconds. Mm. So this person just talks, uh, stream of consciousness, how they're feeling right now in the moment. Uh, and then a bell comes and then we do, we guide the person in different sounds they can make. A, E, I, O, U, U. Mm. And, uh, we also, uh, start with humming, uh, like mm, with the mouth closed. Mm. Uh, one of the things we've learned over the years of developing this, probably been developing this for 10 years, um, but we just don't engage in this type of activity in our society. Mm. And unless you go to a yoga class, maybe you chant, chant mm -hmm. Om at the end. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you look at indigenous societies, that mm -hmm. their singing and dance is integral to, to life mm. uh, and to understand the world. But anyway, uh, Humming is just is a is a way to just start to introduce people into. Mm, people feel mm -hmm. a little bit more comfortable with that. We get them to open the open the mouth, open the jaw, relax, and then mm -hmm. ah, yee. Mm -hmm. uh, and then so as this is happening, the person is realizing, oh, I'm influencing the the musical world. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you change ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, ah uh, whatever pitch you're at, mm -hmm. doesn't mm -hmm. matter. Mm -hmm. And they, also the qualities of the sound is determining the mm -hmm. audio. The musical world actually mm -hmm. um and this this feels good there's something like mm -hmm. uh like playful and feels good uh mm -hmm. and then as the guide kind of says okay from here on out is uh, i'll meet you at the other side mm -hmm. and the, you're toning throughout 15 20 minutes mm -hmm. and at the end uh the guide comes back you have a shavasana where you're sort of resting and, and mm -hmm. integrating the experience and then we ask another voice elicitation of how are you feeling after mm -hmm. the, you know, after you've gone through this, can you maybe revisit how you're feeling earlier, earlier and talk for about 30, 45 seconds. Mm -hmm. So with that before and after voice elicitation, we do an artificial intelligence voice analysis where we get a marker of mental fitness. So if you do this, if you have this in your home, if you go to the clinic and use this, you'll be able to track over time your mental fitness, which mm -hmm. uh, is analyzed through vocal biomarkers through mm -hmm. artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that's just that's the gist of the experience. Uh, we have other mm -hmm. modes. Um, so but some, so some are more are... passive. Some are used like uh, some are for expert mode. If someone has you know already knows the guided meditation, they've mm -hmm. used it a number of times. They just want to jump into toning. They can uh, they can do that. Uh, but yeah, great. So there are multiple modes, and one of the things that um, you know I love this uh, process of being able to reverberate and actually control or seem like I was like, as you say, the music and the lights and the ability, there is a, you know, this, uh, and, and this vague, the vagal toning or the vagus nerve, you know, it's uh, the vagus nerve is connected to the vocal cords and the muscles in the back of the throat. And, you know, this whole singing, humming, chanting, you know, moving, this all stimulates the nerves. So, there is this whole relaxation, this transporting response, the sense of like being at one with everything. And right. uh, it really, I, I, I really felt like I was in the womb. I felt like I was, you know, again, like mm -hmm. I just wanted a, a heavier, I wanted a heavy blanket <laughs> over me and, 
you know, it was, it was, it was, so how many, how many versions are there in the audio? And you said there are different kinds of qualities of audio. You said there are two or three or what, what, what's up with that? Well, there's several modes that depending on the circumstance, like okay. if someone is more experienced with it, we have an experimental mode that's used for low dose ketamine, mm -hmm. um, or I've used it with, you know, with cannabis as well. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, it's a way to it some it, parts of it are more passive mm -hmm. and you can kind of control whether you want to have uh the audio and lights go uh without toning and mm -hmm. you can come into toning whenever you want but uh essentially the experience is different every time because it's controlled by your voice right it feels like a new experience every time right. and uh you were mentioning this idea of transporting Mm -hmm. And, you know, we've talked, we, I talked about the mecha core mechanisms of relaxation response, mm -hmm. cognitive flow. Now there's this other mechanism that is only enabled by immersive technology. It's like, mm -hmm. if, if we did this experience on like watching it on like a phone mm -hmm. or something like that, mm -hmm. it would be really hard to replicate yeah, it. But no, yeah. through immersive technology, we achieve this aspect of transporting or out of body. Mm -hmm. And one research study we did, that was a long-term study, people did doing it two to three times per week for six mm -hmm. weeks. Mm -hmm. One of the clear outcomes is that it achieves a quasi out of body effect. Mm -hmm. And this has been shown in the virtual reality literature that it's mm -hmm. possible to have out of body effects. Mm -hmm. And these have definite mental health Im implications. Mm -hmm. We can, there's been research on out of body mm -hmm. uh, with VR, with uh, anorexia. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and it's all been relegated to research and the lab. And now we're only seeing it come out and being able to uh actually be available and this mm -hmm. is part of why we're in the digital therapeutic space is that we can bring things that have been researched for a long time mm -hmm. that required expensive computers or expensive vr to in much more accessible and scalable vr uh, hardware now mm -hmm. uh, but in the research we saw that this is some this out-of-body effect where it's how people felt like they're both in the body mm -hmm. and somehow out of the body as well mm -hmm. what this is allowing is to step a little bit of back mm -hmm. from anything that's afflicting the person right. like oftentimes we get trapped like a witness, into, like a witness. yeah yeah exactly so we're training this aspect of uh witness awareness mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's something subtle yet profound of just recognizing oneself mm -hmm. as completely safe mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. completely secure despite anything else that's happening so, uh and this is a teaching that takes sometimes right. decades that right. you know in the buddhist and vedanta traditions it right. take, it, it, this is something they focus on is how can we recognize mm -hmm. a reality that mm -hmm. is uh has is phenomenologically distinct mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. the, the everything else yeah so yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, and i was i have to say i was smiling and still you know uh, had uh, through my meditation practice still had this euphoric recall uh, and one of the things I've, I've noticed is, you know, you've done a lot of studies and, you know, an increase in uh, gamma uh, across the brain, a decrease in uh, activity in the regions associated with the default mode network, but also improving psychological well-being around depression, wellness, anxiety, mindfulness, mysticism, and overall well-being. So, like, that was all part of your six-week study, right? Yes. Wow. And, yeah. uh, and, 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 you know, the other question you had mentioned, a ketamine session. So when we start taking a look at psychedelics, 
Uh, where is the market for this? You know, where do you where do you see your product integrating into healthcare, psychotherapy, or even uh, what I would look at as well is substance use disorder treatment. You know, working with individuals that might be dealing with trauma mm -hmm. or individuals that might be looking at substance use uh, as a way to go ahead and or behavioral use as a way to go ahead and cope with very challenging, difficult stresses or emotional conditions. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're looking into various indica indications to mm -hmm. approach the FDA. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're also working with uh, experts such as yourself mm -hmm. that have expertise in a particular field, whether it's substance use, anxiety, mm -hmm. depression, uh, PTSD. Uh, mm. And we can we can custom tailor mm -hmm. the experience uh, to uh, to the indication. Mm -hmm. uh, so right now we 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 don't make any a claims other than well, this is something that is highly mm -hmm. highly effective for mm -hmm. getting into an altered state of consciousness, training mm -hmm. in mindfulness, training in attention and absorption. But those things happen to be play a large role in the treatment of a variety of uh, of mental health disorders. But so we work alongside uh, therapists. This isn't a, a tool that it's really magnified with psychotherapy. Mm -hmm. So, uh, for example, even even something like couples therapy, where mm -hmm. if it's uh, someone goes uh, one one of the one person and the couple does the experience while a therapist mm -hmm. and their partner are witnessing them, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it enables them to maybe relax into a place of vulnerability so that mm -hmm. so after the session mm -hmm. they can go into psychological material mm -hmm. with a, mm -hmm. a feeling of support and vulnerability mm -hmm. in in by and witnessed by uh mm -hmm. uh their community of support around them mm -hmm. and so similarly within psychedelic medicine mm -hmm. we have a we have a, it's really uncertain how we're going to solve these challenges of doing preparation and integration right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's just having a few psychotherapy sessions for someone who has never done psychotherapy before, who is facing really, really uh, mm -hmm. uh, profound uh, psychological suffering. Mm -hmm. Is it's unclear if the what we see in clinical trials will be re replicated mm -hmm. in the real. Mm -hmm. And so, what we are, what we we are intend to enable that psychedelic therapy process mm -hmm. by providing a medically regulated, insurance reimbursable. Mm -hmm. uh product in the preparation and integration phases that mm -hmm. the person can do anytime mm -hmm. uh they can come into the clinic and do it and next year we're going to have an at-home version where they can just uh, the doctor can give them a unit they can go at home with it mm -hmm. and they can do anytime when it's convenient for them mm -hmm. to learn these practices of getting into an altered state without a drug and mm -hmm. practice just self-compassion which mm -hmm. is plays a, a big role in substance use disorder uh, and love that i love that yeah i love that yeah. i love that and you know, I and one of the things you say in the in material uh, is that, you know best use for the preparation for a psychedelic therapy, the integration for transmor transformative therapy, the removing of the charge of undesirable emotional patterns, activating intuitive states of consciousness, quieting the mental chatter, improving sensory awareness and embodiment, improving sleep, improving creativity. I mean, all within the ability. To go ahead and have this toning the sound toning and to be able to go ahead and get out of your head and really get into your body and to go ahead and rec recognize your own sense mm -hmm. your own your own voice your own sound 
self, right? I mean, I, <laughs> and that play on words, I think is great because it's not only about sound in terms of, you know, the sound that we make, which really, you know, our, our thoughts create our words, our words create our reality, but then it's also around the soundness, right? The wholesomeness, the integrative, the, the integral self, you know, and the ability exactly. to rec recognize our own embodiment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Beautiful. yeah it's it's really multifaceted all mm -hmm. i love i love how you put it and mm -hmm. all these things play a role mm -hmm. uh, it, uh each wow. person in a sense as just as psychiatry is understanding more and more we we require a multifactorial approach to the treatment mm -hmm. each person requires a multifactorial approach to their own healing journey like mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. if might as well if 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 there's if just journaling for integration isn't going to work for most people. Right. right. They requ it requires community of support. It requires mm -hmm. maybe approaching after doing a psychedelic and figuring out how they're going to talk to their parents about something. If we can provide this tool that is a little bit more comprehensive in a someone in a person how they step into their own healing journey in these different ways, then wow. we 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 feel successful. Wow. So uh, I really love this, and uh, I really uh, want to say again. Uh, you know, I think this is the beginning of a much bigger movement, a much bigger change. You know, uh, mm -hmm. this 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 is not this is not only about taking psychedelics or mindfulness or meditation. It's really how to integrate your whole self uh, through sound, through the soundness of rec recognizing yourself. It's uh, in, in and of yourself, if you will. Uh, let me ask you. Uh, uh, Entheo Digital, how do people get a hold of you? Your website, how do people find out more? You're in the beta phases right now. Is that still still happening? Uh, we're, we're, we're moving from a beta to a more of a, a early access. Mm -hmm. uh, but right. essentially, it's the same. We're asking people to apply. And uh, we, we, we'd like to work with people who are, who are curious, enterprising um, clinicians that uh, would provide feedback, willing to provide feedback for our research, participate in an ongoing research study that we uh, just started recruiting uh, mm -hmm. for a large observational study of uh, the mental health effects of sound self. And so people can visit Entheo Digital, E-N-T-H-E-O dot D-I-G-I-T-A-L and mm -hmm. uh, yeah. find us find us there and shoot us a, a interest form response and we'll get back to you. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. Well, well, uh, you know, really, again, sent, Dr. Sandeep Prakash, who is the C, uh, who's the chief scientific officer, but he's also co-founder of the company. And I'm, again, so glad and so uh, honored that uh, you took the time to go ahead and share uh, this uh, whole area of digital therapeutics, which is uh, a really a, an emerging field. And it's uh, very, very exciting. And I'm glad to not mm -hmm. only know about it, but to have experienced it. So thank you very much. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Keith. It's a pleasure to speak with you about it. Thank you for listening to the Mindfulness Experience Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We have other exciting guests coming up in the next few weeks, so stay tuned. For more mindfulness tips and tricks, visit our website at workmindfulness.com. Thanks again for being a part of the Mindfulness Experience. This is Keith Fiveson.